What is crackalacking, my ladies and gentlemen, my brethrens and my brethrenitas? Uh, welcome to another episode of the Real Nostalgia Podcast, live and direct. Coming to you from a spot underneath my bed where the monsters live. I don't know. It's a good one. I like that one. <laughs> uh, welcome to another episode of the Real Nostalgia Podcast. Uh, I hope everybody's having a good time. Uh, I'm having a great time. We are recording... Uh, Ruben said this is the last podcast before the end of the year. I don't know. Yeah, this I is the end of the year podcast. So this will be, yeah, this one's going up New Year's Eve. This one is. Yeah, this one is. Okay, so this one's going up New Year's Eve, guys. So, so be safe. Don't drink uh, and drive. We'll see how that goes. Wait, but what What episode? Oh, no, I'm not even going to get into that. That's like a uh, <laughs> conversation we have off air. But uh, what's going on, Ruben? How you been? Pretty, pretty good, man. I got I got my oh. beer back to me. I'm off the off the, the meds. Do you have your taste back? Uh, I I have it enough back where like if I don't think about it and just go throughout my day, like it's like I don't notice it. But yeah. like if I have something and like I really like, or like sometimes I'll notice like there's something off about it. Yeah. So it's not like a hundred percent back, but I have the majority of it back. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird, dude. That's fucking weird. I was talking to my parents, and I guess that happened to my dad. They did oh, really? something in his teeth, and he said he couldn't feel like on the left side of his. On the left side of his mouth for like a week. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's similar because the tip of my tongue was like, whenever I had something cold, like I wouldn't yeah. feel the cold on the tip of my tongue, just like on the back of my tongue. That's weird. Yeah, I think I got like nerve damage or something. That's pretty fucking crazy. Um, But yeah, guys, uh, we're coming to you. This is uh the last podcast before we change formats i guess uh not to like change for i don't like i don't want to be as drastic because we keep saying we're going to change formats i just think that our focus is going to be a little bit different so it's going to transition gonna more yeah. so on just film and film we loved uh previously and currently and it'll be a lot more conversational um you're going to get the same kind of stories um, that we always talk about and if sh we remember stories from when we were working at the theater then obviously we'll sprinkle them in but um yeah i mean i don't want to like discourage people from not listening because we're not going to be talking shit about the movie theaters um <laughs> uh, but yeah uh it's pretty wild uh we've already recorded how many of these i think this is Four like 15? this is going to be like the 17th maybe uh how many we've put out 14 we put out 15 i think oh, so we yeah. have either way yeah we still have a that's going to be put out. Like, so you would have heard our Christmas special. You would have heard like a Christmas special and then this one. So this will be like the 17th one. All right. So we our first milestone is we need to reach 25. Hell yeah. And then we can go from every 25 for the rest of eternity. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Uh, like I said, we're going to be changing formats. It's not going to be drastic. Excited? Are you excited for the new format? Um. Yes. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> So uh yeah, did you see it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'm excited for the format change. I mean, it's like what we used to do on an older podcast. Uh -huh. So I think it will be fine. Um I don't have any like concerns or anything. I'm just kinda like, um Yeah, I don't have any concerns. I'm not I, what I'm excited for, dude, is like how we talked about how we're gonna do like watch alongs. Kinda like yeah. audio comment. Those are gonna be fun, dude. I can't wait for that. Yeah, maybe we could do them in person. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I'll buy like one of those. Um, seriously, dude, let's buy like one of those blow up screens. My dad's got like an extra projector. I could just use his projector, and we could do watch it outside. Yeah, we'll do it outside. Or we can just build like a out of PVC pipe and shower curtains and put it in between us. <laughs> oh, like in, 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 inside the house, or yeah. Okay. Oh, we should just buy like. The, have you seen those those suits that they make now? Like. Where like it, it looks like a spacesuit kind of, and then like you have this oxygen thing on your back, and it like filters everything out. It's more like a pump with a filter. So that's so wild. That's what we've gotten used. To, we've got to this point where it's like this is this is where we're at. It's like yeah, well we're gonna live with it. Like instead of like trying to stop the virus, people are just like <laughs> fuck it, dude. Let's make suits, man. Hey, but would you buy one for like four hundred bucks? Hell no. Okay, but look, look, four hundred dollars gives you freedom because you could go to the movies with it. You could go to restaurants, bars, whatever. You just have to. No. No? No. $400 <laughs> won't buy your freedom? No, that defeats the purpose. <laughs> Stay home. <laughs> That's how I feel. I better um, uh, return mine then because I'm going to look like a fool <laughs> walking around with it. Uh, uh, it's hard to burst your bubble, but I have mine on layaway. <laughs> Ooh. 
<laughs> Big K, yikes. Hey, do you yeah, remember we'll that? Talk. Do you remember that store where it was like all layaway and it was like a conveyor belt and like you would go? No, no it was like uh, what was it called? Something like uh, merchandise services or something. It was kind of like Sears or like belonged to Sears. No way. I remember playing against sports. No, I don't. I, don't, I never heard of that. But like, I remember like, that was like a big five that sold you used like uh, sports equipment. Oh, that's that's kind of weird. That's that's like cool and weird at the same time. Like I could see like bats and stuff, but like yeah, that's like, what they sell. They sell like you know like uh, mitts, bats, hockey sticks. My mind went auto. Skates. My mind went automatically to like like cups. You know, like protective yeah, cups and, and cleats. Like that, <laughs> like, that's kind of weird. They used to sell helmets. They used to sell like helmets and stuff. Oh, just get lights. It's cool. Save five bucks. You can clean all that. You can clean all that. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, that was. Uh, I remember that. But uh, yeah, I don't remember the company. I just remember being a kid and then like being at that store and then they would have like somebody would go up to the counter, pay off their their layaway, and then their yeah. item would come out in the conveyor belt. And like I just remember like going there because like all the people were so happy to see their t- new TVs coming down the conveyor belt. You know? What they the paid fuck? Them off. I don't remember that. I remember it was like in downtown LA, kind of like where that that old Sears was. I think it was. Uh-huh. It might have been connected to Sears, but yeah, it was like a weird like it was kind of like the whole store was like a showroom, like a show floor. So like you could see everything. Like there was just like those items out. You'd be like, oh, I want this, and then you just start your layaway. Like you pay like fifty bucks down, and then you just give them payments every so often. Until That's you, actually a good idea, you know what I mean? Because I'm sure they just got paid off the interest off every item. Oh yeah, definitely. But that's crazy. And then sometimes by the time the people, like, let's just say you want a new TV, right? And you put it in layaway, and it takes you, like, six months to pay it off. The yeah, new, there's already new TV. The new TV, but you already signed the deal to pay for a new TV price, and then the new TVs are out. So, like, so they they probably are making a good deal. Well, probably not because they went out of business, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> not enough people were paying, dude. I know. <laughs> or maybe they just weren't getting enough interest. People were just coming in buying shit off the shelves. That's true, yeah. Yeah, dude, why am I so fucking tired, dude? I, this always happens to me. I start getting lazy on Sunday nights when I start drinking the beers, dude. I need a fucking haircut, dude. I'm going to think I'm going to shave my fucking head again. I do it, man. Hey, on when, when you come over to do that that episode, we should just both shave each other's heads. I like need to shave. So I need. To, I think I might shave my head, dude. I, this is getting out of hand. I can't take this anymore. I don't like it because my hair's long or like it touches the inside of my ear. Like I, my hair's like wavy. So if I let yeah. it grow out, it's like wavy. So it kind of like curls in and it touches like my ears and I don't like my ears being touched. So like I constantly throughout the day, I'm just like swatting my ears and like it's bugging me. That's so weird. I just don't like when your hair goes over your ears. I, f- I like find that so dirty. I don't know why. Oh, okay. I just, it's like a pet peeve of mine. That's like every every woman out there has or majority of women have hair going, past, hair going past their ears. As a guy. Oh, as a guy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you kind of alienated our audience right there, Mitch. <laughs> it's like all these women with long hair. Like, obviously, Mitch. <laughs> no, I, I, I just need fuck, dude. I'm like struggling, and then my, my uh, barber's like acting dumb. He's not acting dumb. He's just busy. You know what I mean? And it's like our schedules are. We don't have that. We don't have. He used to be open all the time, and now he's like working, and so. You know, he only work. He only gets uh, Sundays and Mondays off, and it's like, well, Sundays the day I do everything, and then. Oh okay. Like, Is he I a professional barber, or he just knows how to cut hair? He just knows how to cut oh, hair. Okay. He's been cutting my hair for like since college. So. Oh, crazy. Yeah, more than ten years he's been cutting my hair, and in between there, I stopped going to him, and I found a barber. Just on on need on necessity because I had stu- I was like fuck dude, I can't rely on this guy you know that and he takes forever because he wants to like chum it up with you so I was like oh, all right cool like that's cool like I'm down for it um, but I uh, one of the situ one of the, I, at one time I needed a haircut so I went and I I found uh, this one lady and I guess my mom went like stumbled stumbled upon her shop the other day. And uh, her and my grandpa, she took my grandpa to go get a haircut in there. And the lady said that she's doing it on the down low, like she's cutting hairs. Is her name Maria? Yeah, uh, it's the one in downtown Covina. Oh, okay. Now the one, I, the one I, there's a lady then like by the, um, by the Burger King and the 99 cent store where that used to be. Kind of like where he, um. Oh, he, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that place, Maria, uh, she was really cool. She cut my hair for like years. Really? Yeah, she was cool. But she was kind of like, like, um, I don't know, like. She it was like only her and her daughters that worked. Well, there. this 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 the place I used to go to. They always used to have a rotating like cast of guys. Like, and I remember there was one guy in there who used to like people used to like wait for him. You know what I mean? And uh, oh, okay. she would like never cut hair because everybody would be waiting for that guy. And 
he got so popular that he left and that like always happens you know what i mean yeah. so his clientele just grows out of it and it's like fuck like but yeah i've been like should i go down there and like risk it all for a haircut or should i just shave my head it's just hair i say you just shave your head but then at the same time it's like man i took forever for me to grow this hair out again you know what i mean it's yeah like, fuck for a while i was shaving my hair for shaving my head for a while but just cut the sides dude and just have like a mo or frohawk or a mohawk or something I'm thinking about it, dude. I really am. Shit, just dude. like, fuck it. Like, it's just the problem is I don't know how to cut the back. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm not trying to look like I have a fucking mullet for real, for real. <laughs> hey, one time I went to this uh, barbershop in Glendora. Uh huh. And um, I just, like, just randomly went to it. And it was really cool. There's like these two old white guys. And like, I sat down and then, like, hey, you want a beer? And they gave me a beer. And like, they had like a cooler there. It's like, oh, this place is really yeah. cool. And as I sat there, like, I started realizing that they were fucking racist, dude. <laughs> like they were seeing like all these like racist jokes. I was just like, "All right, like just let me get through this hair." Hopefully, they don't realize I'm Mexican. And that's why I still get my hair cut cut there to this day. <laughs> oh, bo- oh, oh Bob and Eddie, dude, that does dude, not surprise they're, they're me. Fucking Glendora, dude. <laughs> Home of the neo Nazi, dude. They had like all these like hunting. They had like they were like in the war. I think I don't know what war, but they were like they had like all. How their, old were like, they? They were like older guys. Oh, they were like in their seventies. <laughs> yeah, they were cool. They were cool guys, except for being racist, you know. <laughs> oh shit, dude, that's funny. <laughs> uh, so, do have you watched any movies, or did you watch any movies this week? Uh, yeah, I saw. Well, I saw two things that that are notable. They're okay. not that are not kids movies. Since you didn't they like are me, kids? that that are not kids movies. Oh, okay. Okay, so I saw the Mariah Carey Christmas special on Apple. There's. There's a Mariah Carey Christmas special? Yeah. So, like, I've seen a couple Christmas specials this year, and, like, her, hers is really good compared to the other garbage that's out there. It, c- compared, though, like, if you, but it's, I'm not recommending it because it is kind of trash itself. Yeah. But if you're going to have to see a Christmas special, I recommend the Mariah Carey one. It's like a big, it's like a big budget Christmas special. Like, it's crazy. And like, what do they do? She just sings? No, she's, like, in her apartment with her kids, and then, like, Something happens where there's like Santa's has there's no like Christmas joy or cheer or something. So then like that one Billy, the the guy that yells at everybody on the on the street, what's his name? Billy. Oh, Billy Eigner. Yeah, Eigner. He, he's yeah. like he's like the head elf. So then they need Christmas like cheer. So they they like call Mariah. They get they break out the Mariah phone and they call her up to like do a concert to bring cheer for everybody because of the coronavirus. What the hell? So they send a sleigh to pick her up and she goes to the North Pole and it's like all these like special effects and everything is crazy. And then she starts singing all her songs. Yeah, she sings like all of her songs. Oh. <laughs> Content, right? Content. Content, dude. It got me, man. I, I, I started decorating some more. I went digging in my shed for some more decorations. Are is your lawn? I haven't I haven't been to your your house in a while. Is your lawn decorated? No, it still has like the Halloween decorations. Well, <laughs> <laughs> all I did was was put elf hats on the on the skeletons. <laughs> Have you put up lights? Uh, no, I just in the in the backyard and it's inside my house, but like not outside. Are you gonna put up lights? No, I ha- I've never put up lights like in this house. I don't know. There's no like outlets that are accessible. Like I would have to go through into my garage. Like there's no outdoor outlets in my house. Oh, I see what you're saying. So I just haven't done it yet. Maybe next year. <laughs> but then, other than that, I saw. Uh, and just leave it. Just leave it up all year, baby. All year, man. <laughs> Then I saw uh, I saw Freaky with uh, Vince Vaughn. How was it? It's good. Like I I expect it more. Like, yeah. But it was still it was still entertaining and real funny. Dude, Vince. Like, that's the guy. That's the guy that made Happy Death Day, right? Yeah, Christopher Landon. Like he's like everything he made, I, I enjoyed. Like he's like he's solid. You know, like I watch yeah. every movie of his. He's like he's really good. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Vince Vaughn carried the movie, dude. He's just he's really good in it. Really? Yeah, he's really good. Like at first he's kind of like plays like a like a Jason character in the beginning, uh-huh. and then like the the whole body swap like the Freaky Friday thing happens, and now yeah. he's 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 pretty much a, a teenage girl now like in girl. Vince in Vince Vaughn's body so it's pretty funny. So he's doing like the Jack Black Jumanji. Yeah, but he does it way better than Jack Black. He's not. No, Jack Black does it way better, brother. No, dude. <laughs> Jack Black was not Have that seen... great. What? I didn't like Jack Black's version of it. Dude, that's like the best part of the whole fucking movie. Yeah, it wasn't a good movie, so that says a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good movie. Yeah, it was alright. It was good. good. I like the first one. 
or the second one, I guess, because it's uh, oh, because Robin Williams was the best one. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the, like the kills were really cool. It was like gory. Like it was, it was cool. It was funny. They had to have like the black best friend and then the gay best friend. Uh-huh. So like it was just like they had to, you could tell they were like check marks. You know what I mean? Like we gotta cover <laughs> we gotta cover all of our bases. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, but it was good. I liked it. And the thing is, dude, like watching those movies, like everybody is such assholes, and it just kind of takes me out of it because like the teachers are assholes in it, and like the kids like throw you against a locker and like oh it's just like all these like tropes. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're meaning. You know, so that there was that a lot of that in the movie. But other than that, I liked it. It was it was cool. Got it. It was it was uh, it was one of Vince Vaughn's better movies, I think. All right. Okay. Yeah, it was cool. Okay. You see anything else? Uh, no, that's it. <laughs> that is it. But I will tell you what, though, I have my my favorite beer of the year right now, which is Jamrocchio from uh, Mumford. Oh hell Dude. yeah, brother! That's got to be my 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 beer of the year, for sure. I don't know what my beer of the year is. I definitely don't know. I feel like it's been a long year and I haven't t- been taking account of like, you know, which ones I really liked and which ones I didn't. But I don't know. That one fucking beer from 8-Bit like really fucking blew my mind. I have still have one can of it. It's like what? two months old. Was it like a tart? <laughs> it's, uh, it was like the Legend of Zelda. It's like a Link. Oh, one. yeah, it's yeah. Like a, but it was with Cascade Hops and Plum. Oh, my God. I don't know why. That sounds it. good, I dude. I loved it, dude. It's like, yeah, it was so fucking good. Um, that, and then I really like that, uh, that white grape, uh, white grape sour ale from fucking, uh, Owl Farms. I still have one of those cans and that's been in my fucking fridge for a while now, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of good fucking good beers out there. Um, but Jam Rogio was pretty stunning, both versions. Cause I think both of them came out this year. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah, they're yeah, both are really so. good. One with plum, one with sh- uh, strawberry banana, baby. What would you say you, was like your favorite brewery of the year? Of the year, like out of their releases, like the beers that they released. Is there only one for Mitch? It's my favorite beer. It's Mumford? my favorite brewery. Period. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. I mean, Ogopogo is fucking amazing right think, there too. But I think Ogopogo is my favorite of the year. Really? Yeah. They had that pineapple one. They had the Luska. They had uh, yeah, Luska was really good. The Boris is the really what, good. It's classic. The way Chivo, the fucking Boris has been there before the year though. That's like their signature. The Boris and the Selkie are like signatures. What's the, what was that one that it, my favorite one from them this year was that one where they were on a horse. The two, the that, two. Yeah, why well, I said way Chivo, I think it is. No, no, no that's Chivo? that's the like the creature one. It's similar, but the one that they were both like on a horse and like they were like. Back to back, like hugging each other. Oh kinda? yeah, it's like an imperial style with Mexican chocolate. Yeah, that one was really good. Yeah, that was like probably my one of my favorites from them this year. Yeah, and that blackberry pear cider or whatever is pretty fucking bomb. Yeah, see that's the thing when you open the jam rokios, they just keep coming up because it's like packed with fruit. I guess I don't know. Yeah, how dude, I don't know. Explain it, that. Yeah, it's weird. They just keep overflowing for like a good <laughs> quarter of the beer. <laughs> I'm like constantly having to like drink the foam. <laughs> Um, what other beers came out this year that are really fucking good? I don't know, dude, but there's been a lot of beers, but Mumford is always my fave. My favorite. Um, all right, so let me get into what I saw. I saw, uh, as you guys know, I got uh, Amazon Prime, so I'm like running fucking through shit I haven't seen on Amazon Prime, so I'm like banging through stuff that I haven't seen that I've been I've wanted to see on that service. Um, also banged through a couple of Criterion titles this week. But um yeah, I mean what what did I watch? Let's start with uh I, I wanted to watch this movie called Record. It's a PBS documentary that got released on Amazon for free. But it had gotten uh released on PBS it had like a premiere on PBS a couple of months ago and it looked hella sad and it is very hella depressing. <laughs> um but it looked really good and when I saw it it's like good, but it's like uh it's like one of the most depressing it's like a dear Zachary movie, like What's it about? Oh, man, it's sad. It's about a, a child molestation. Oh. So this this guy makes like a who's been uh, molested makes like a documentary about how he got molested and yeah and how like it's a cycle and it was basically all close family members you know what I mean like most people and uh, yeah it's pretty fucking gnarly. Yeah, I'll skip that one. Yeah, <laughs> it's good though. It's really good. Uh, it it's sad, but it shows you. You know what I mean? How 
how sick fucking people are, man. But um, yeah, I saw that one. Uh, I I saw. Uh, did I did I talk about Lovers Rock last week? I don't think so. All right, so the uh, Steve McQueen released the the five short films on Amazon, the small acts. Oh, series. you did, yeah, you did. Okay, so yeah. he released Lovers Rock, and then I saw Mangrove this weekend. So Lovers oh, okay. Rock is a short. Yeah, because I remember like, uh, Lovers Rock was only available like through like a link or something, right, for a little while. Yes. So now it's yeah, officially yeah, yeah. out on Amazon. Yeah, now oh, the cool. first three, the first four episodes I think are out. Okay. Um, I've only seen three of them, but. I saw Mangrove, and that's the notable one that I saw this week, and that's just basically about the Mangrove 9 or the Mangrove 8. And Mangrove was a restaurant in the U.K. that, like, was targeted in the 70s, and, it like, uh, they were harassed by the cops. And basically it's like a courtroom drama about these people that are arrested by the cops and how, like, uh, the police in Britain are just as corrupt as they were over here. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, it, it's pretty good. It's like a very good courtroom drama. Uh, not as good as Lover's Rock. Uh, not at all as good as it, but it's good. I liked it better than the fucking Trial of the Chicago 7 or whatever. Oh, okay. Trial of Chicago 8. That's Aaron Sorkin garbage yeah. that came out this year. Um, I saw that. I saw Black Bear. Oh, is it good? I watched it. It's very interesting. I don't know if it's good. It's interesting. I don't uh, want I, was, like, I, I want to watch it, but, like, I don't want to know too much about it because I know there's some, t- for me at least, there's some type of mystery behind it of like what type of movie it is or what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. Uh, when you watch it, there the mystery is like that trailer is like so misleading. Oh, really? Oh, okay. In the worst way possible. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they, they hired like a really good like trailer maker. It's like they he- hired, it's like they hired Trail, Trey Edward Schultz to make the trailer. And then oh, when you watch it, you're okay. watching like a Joe Swanberg movie. You're just like, wait, what? Hey, what? I love them both, man. <laughs> I'm so dumb. <laughs> I'm so dumb both of them. Uh, yeah, but that's just like, uh, care. Like, uh, that's like the, how the, the plot is driven, not necessarily like how good they are. How oh, okay. So like, you think it's going to be like this crazy twisty turning movie and it's really not, but, oh. what's better? Uh, that, that, that or Axe digging for G- fire? She what? What's better, that or Digging for Fire? Oh, Digging for Fire. And I don't even oh, like Digging okay. for Fire. Dude, come <laughs> on, man. I recommend that, guys. Go watch it, Digging for Fire. Um, so but, yeah, so, like, I saw that, and Aubrey Plaza, like, acts her ass off, dude. She's really fucking good in it. But, like, the rest of the movie is just kind of, like, it was whatever for me. I, I, it was a lot of hype, and I saw it. Uh, I even had a friend who saw it, and he said it was, like, fucking great. And I and I was just, like, after the movie, I... I text him, I'm like, dude, what are you fucking talking about, dude? Like, <laughs> it's fucking, it was trash. Um, hey, so was I'll it de- trash? I'll, I'll definitely like, check okay. that out then. It's okay. It's not the greatest. I was let down. I guess you could put it that way. Um, and then lastly, oh no, not lastly. And then I saw I'm Your Woman, which is got released on Amazon. So I had a chance to see this when I saw The Sound of Metal earlier in the year, a couple of months ago, for the LA Film Festival. Yeah. You know, they were doing it digitally, and I got to see two movies during that time, and one of them was The Sound of Metal, and The Sound of Metal, like, blew my fucking, it blew my socks off, like, that was just like, wait, like, what the fuck? And so, I wanted to see this movie, but this is one of the first movies that sold out for the festival, and so I wasn't able to get a digital ticket or whatever, so it finally came out, I watched it, and man, it is good, man. It looks good, man. Uh, that chick who makes it, Julia Hart, she made, uh... Fuck, what's the movie she made? Uh uh Fast Color came out last year. Um, that's a great fucking movie, and this is just as good. It's like a slow burning seventies uh drama, or you can say thriller. I wouldn't even say thriller, it's like a slow burning seventies drama. Like it's just like one of those movies where you think it's gonna get amped up and it does get amped up, but not like viscerally, not like how movies do now. So it's like a seventies movie. So you kind of like wait for something to happen and then something does happen, which is major, but it's not like, you know, like now it's like people, they have to have like shock value. You know oh, I mean? yeah. And so it's like the ending of Joker. You have to have that in a movie now. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean? um, this one, it's not, it's like, no, it's like watching Mikey and Nikki or uh, the friends of Eddie Coyle. Like, it's like, yeah, I don't know how to describe it. It's just, it's shot really fucking well, and I really fucking enjoyed it. And the soundtrack, because it takes place in the 70s, I don't know how they got the rights to a lot of these songs because it's like a low budget movie, but fuck, they're like bangers. It's like a 70s soundtrack, you know what I mean? Oh, that's so, cool. It's really good. Um, and then I rewatched The Sound of Metal because I had been hearing people are like praising that movie now. Like, there's a lot of directors who I guess who are seeing that movie now, 
like uh, Justin Benson from Benson and Moorhead uh recommended it this week and my friend that i texted about black bear he had seen it and he like loved it and i was like i told you like this shit is fire dude like this is a i love that movie dude like and so i rewatched it this week just to make sure i wasn't tripping and uh and so basically yeah that movie i recommend it to you guys uh 1000 percent the sound of metal is basically riz ahmed plays this like he plays a metal drummer in a punk band like a up-and-coming punk band and he starts losing his hearing and when he loses his hearing he you know he go has like this existential crisis and like this downward spiral and so he gets recommended to go to a hard of hearing like uh rehab rehabilitation camp i guess out in the woods and when he goes out there he kind of like learns from himself but the like i get i always get surprised by that movie because riz ahmed is like great definitely great he was great in the night of and he's like spectacular in this like i could see him getting nominated but there's a guy who's specifically in it his name is paul racy and he plays uh the head of the rehabilitation center who uh got deaf later in life and this also this happened to him in real life so he's an actor who happens to be hard of hearing as well and man that dude is like i guess he's been in other movies but this guy is like He's a force to be reckoned with. I don't know how to describe it. He like when you see him act, my jaw drops when I see him act. Um, he's amazing. I, I don't know how to describe it. He I like I could see him getting uh, nominated for uh, best supporting. I don't know if he will, but man, that kid like I, I can't I can't get over his performances. There's like performances I see in movie and movies like every year. Uh, and in, in some movies that are trash and I'm like, fuck, like there's this movie called, I think it's called telephone. It's with John Turturro and the chick that used to date Chris Evans. What's her name? She's a comedian. Jenny, oh, Slate. Jenny Slate. Yeah. And, uh, it's about these two girls and then they find out their dad, John Turturro is t- cheating on their mom. And like that movie's like garbage. Like I don't recommend it. Um, people like it, but I don't recommend it. But there's a scene in it specifically where John Terratero gets into it with the wife and she finds out and she confronts him about him cheating and like, man, like I'll I'll, I'll take that I'll take that scene to my grave. It's like that De Niro and Copland, like oh, okay. when he's eating the sandwich. I'll take that to my grave. Like those movies like give me those scenes give me chills when I watch them. And in this movie there's just in The Sound of Metal, there's just a specific scene where that guy, Paul Racy, is talking to Riz Ahmed and it's like, Oh my god, it's like it's it's soul crushing, but he's so fucking good. But yeah, I watched it again this week, and uh, I can't recommend that movie enough. And then finally, I watched, uh, or I just finished when I got off the phone, what I got before I got on the call of uh, searching for Bobby Fisher. And man, that's like such a fucking rewatchable movie. It's a classic, like, dude. It's such a classic, and uh, yeah, I love that movie. And I hadn't seen it in a while. Put it on. And it's like, it never left, brother. <laughs> like, it's funny because yeah, I've seen it so many times that I do know the beats of, like, I know what's going to happen, you know what I mean? Like, you, you're, you're like, five steps ahead, and it still fucking works. It's like, that's how I am now with Moneyball. Like, oh, okay. I've seen it so many times that I'm just like, oh, yeah, I know what's going to happen, but I fucking love it, dude. Like, <laughs> never gets old. Yeah. So uh, that's what I saw this week. Uh, I think I'm, what, what, is there anything else that comes out this week that I wanted to see? I don't know. Oh, I saw Run, too. I know a lot of people have been talking about that on Hulu. Is it good? It's good. Yeah. I was going to recommend it to you it looks, guys. It looks, like, like, really it's good. Ten- like, it looks tense. Yeah, people have been saying, like, uh, I guess that there was that other movie. There was, like, a show on Hulu that it's, like, like, and the show on Hulu is based on real stories where, like, the mom drugged the girl. Yeah, and, like, she makes her think she's sick or something like that. Yeah, and that it's the I think it's the same actress in that, too, who plays yeah. the mom. And this one, dude, this is like Sarah uh, Paulson, uh, right? Sarah Paulson. Yeah, yeah, this is like a 120 minute movie, but it moves like a thriller, dude. It's Crazy. so good. Yeah, it's like it's like like it moves like the pace of Disturbia or like Misery, where you know oh, he's, okay. she's trying to get out yeah. and she's like trying to do all these MacGyver things and figure everything <laughs> out. And it's cool, dude. I really enjoyed it. I, I didn't think I was gonna like it. It was one of those things where I put it on in the background and then you start watching it and you're like, oh, what? What the hell? She's doing that? And you're like, oh wait, I'm paying attention to this. <laughs> So yeah, that was a uh, that's that was what I watched this week. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll see what happens next week. Uh, I spent the majority of this week rewriting my list of like my best of the year. Oh yeah, like three or, three or four times because I kept remembering <laughs> more movies and uh, yeah. So I finally got the list and I'm I'm pretty happy with it. I keep tinkering with the last three, but 
I think we're good. Cool. Yeah, that'll be in the next yeah. week's episode, our top ten for the year. Yeah. I still have to. So, I have. Uh, I have to like compose mine. Still, I haven't really done it. Really? Yeah, but dude, before I forget, um, my top six are bangers. Really? <laughs> top six are bangers, dog. Top six, top seven, is like, I can't change there. Like, I can't change the order of that. That's like, yeah. This has been a solid movie year. I know, like, it sucks and movie theaters aren't open, but yeah. it's been a solid movie year. Like, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and, like, they were talking about accessibility. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, I mean, like, it may suck that we were only in the theater for about three months this year, but the amount of shit that is out now that you're that is accessible to the normal person is pretty ridiculous. So uh, Yeah, it is crazy, yeah, dude. I think it's been a good movie year, and I think these last two months are going to be shooting out shit, like, uh, left and right. That we're supposed to come out for festival season. So I want to talk see. about. Tenet, I want to talk a little bit. Comes out Friday. I know, dude. I'm I'm excited. Tuesday, the the Blu-ray comes, comes out. out. Tuesday. Yeah. Is it gonna be in stores? Yeah. Oh, so I can go to Target on Tuesday and pick it up. Yeah. Oh, baby. I already got my pre-order, dude. I'm excited. How much was the pre-order? Well, I got the steel book on Best Buy. It was like 35 bucks. The 4K. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait, man. But I was gonna tell you. I was gonna <laughs> tell you that one of our episodes. The last episode actually is one of the last few got the attention of um, the company, and oh, we we have a sponsor, God, dude. dude. Starting no, our starting sponsor, our new dude. year, dude. Here we go. We have the Guys new format. Up a fake. The new format. We have a new sponsor. This is very exciting. Um, they wanted me to play an ad this week, so uh, here we go. It's just you and your honey. The setting is perfect, but then erectile dysfunction happens again. <laughs> You know what? Plenty of guys have this issue, not just getting erection, keeping it. Well, Viagra helps guys with ED get and keep an erection. What is this, blue chew? Adam and Eve. No, Viagra, dude. It's making a comeback. (laughs) Blue chew, hear me up. I mean, they heard that episode about you not being able to, you know, perform... Perform with a certain lady and... uh, Let's talk about that, dude. Why did you pick that clip to put out this week, dude? (laughs) It just spoke to me, dude. I, th- I just, I just felt like that was, you know, that represented that episode pretty well. So I just put it. I up want there. the listeners to know that I was like extremely nervous uh, and not ashamed. I was just very nervous about putting that out. And uh, yeah, that episode sucks. Probably like this episode. So I had to put out some uh, risque content for you <laughs> some guys. Risque content. <laughs> uh, yeah. So at least we got uh, Viagra as a, as a sponsor now. <laughs> I figured Bluetooth. I want to see what the statistics is on Viagra of like heart attacks. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I, what everybody should do is go get those those uh, those dick pills from like Seven Eleven and stuff. Those are probably the best ones to take. Rhinos. I don't know the ones. I think they like crush up red fire ants and then they put them in there. Wasn't that like one of them? It was like like a story where like they looked at the ingredients of those dick pills and like it was like crushed up red fire ants. And I guess that gets really? you going. Yeah, and that what was like one of the ingredients. I wouldn't oh, know. Man, I don't. Just, I don't know. I never taken them, but yeah. I just checked the uh, score of the game, and we're getting our asses beat in preseason. That's uh, great. That's what, great. What is the basketball? Yeah. Oh, that wait. Preseason's on right now. Yeah, they already started. Dude, they didn't realize nobody watched last season. That they're gonna still keep on going. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay then. Oh, shit, we'll let dude. them do what they want, but that's fine. Uh, oh, anyway, you so you were talking about like accessibility of movies yeah well i have an update for that remember we talked about the hbo and uh, warner brothers and all that stuff well now the dga is demanding a meeting with warner brothers and pretty much saying that they had a they had a a previous meeting like months ago and i guess they laid out their plan for the year or whatever and they totally like screwed the dga and lied and then did this whole like releasing warner brothers movies on their on their platform so now the dga is pissed off and now they want to get involved so that's cool i mean that might stop it it's and then stop it warner brothers has all the monies and then no actually so so the director of uh dune he came out and pretty much said that if this deal goes through and everything happens dune's yeah. dead like he's not gonna make any more dune movies like this is a, the last movie dune movie he's gonna make and it is what it is he already made the first two baby <laughs> no he said the second one was in planning stages like it wasn't done and he so he well, he said he had to make the, so he made the first one. The first one's gonna be two movies because it's too long. So he already made it, sucker. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but there'll be there'll be no conclusion. 
there is a conclusion in the first one. It's trash. <laughs> so he he said it's that. the worst conclusion of any book I've probably ever read about in fucking entire life. It and makes he, me angry every time I think about it. I love that book up until the end. <laughs> it's like the worst fucking ending, dude. Oh my god, dude. Go ahead. Oh, he was saying that uh, <laughs> the reason why they did it was uh, telecom is like the people that own AT and T. They're 150 billion dollars in debt. So this is like they're like. Screw film. We need this to this survive. This is our Hail Mary, baby. This is my yeah, Hail, this Mary, is Hail Mary. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that, that I mean, it's, it's a little hopeful, you know? Like, DJ is getting involved. Pretty much, like... No, I saw I saw the Denis shit, and uh, I agree with him. But, like, I just feel like, man, these studios have so much money, it doesn't really matter what anybody says. They got more money, they got better lawyers. But if you don't have... how fucked up our the, system are. If you don't have the backing of the DGA, you have no directors that are union, you know? Which are all the big directors. That's fine, dog. There's always scabs in every in every union, baby. <laughs> always scabs, dog. Don't even trip. Hey, so yes. did you have you ever done a cameo before, or like not done one, but like received one, like paid for one, bought one? Yeah. No, I was gonna order one from uh, Ben. What is it, Ben Ber- Ben Herman, the guy who made the Magnificent Jonathan. He also directed. Oh yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the. Uh, Eric Heidecker or the Tim Heidecker comedy special, but yeah. uh, because he's like a weird guy and he made like a whole cameo mini documentary this year <laughs> in quarantine <laughs> and it's like really good because uh, it was about being depressed and he was like, if you order a cameo, it makes me happy because I'm doing something and it'll make you happy because I'm doing something weird for you. <laughs> and it's like this really quirky, like heartfelt, fifteen minute documentary about cameo. But no, I've never done it. I've always wanted to do it. Yeah, me too. I've always wanted to get one or like we should do one for the podcast. But um Oh, I know, I know a couple of podcasts that do it. Like there's a basketball podcast and they got LeVar Ball to do one. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, in the podcast space, these these guys are like my sons. It's so oh funny, my dude. god, dude, we gotta get one, dude. But anyway, okay. Kevin from the office, he I read an article where he made a million dollars doing cameos this year. I don't get how that's possible. They broke it down in the article, and they said that he had to do, like, 13 cameos per day to get that much. Because he charges, like, $199 per cameo or something. So they're saying wow. he had to do, like, 14 or 13 cameos per day to get that money. But he's doing them. How I do mean, they know he made that much, though? Well, cameo is very, like, transparent. Or you could even see, like, oh, I see the, what you're saying. the cameos that other people bought. You it's know? like Patreon. Yeah, so it's like you click on him and then you see like you can see all the cameos he've done. He's done already. Like it's all open unless you specifically want it private. You know. Yeah. So yeah. So how so, many cameos did they break it down that he did? Uh okay. Let's see. If he did fourteen a day, I'll bust out my calculator. Fourteen times three sixty-five. Yeah, five thousand hundred and ten. Does that sound like a lot? Yeah, dude. That yeah, that equals out to like one million. So that's about pretty accurate. It's a little bit. A little bit more than a million, but yeah, pretty accurate. But that doesn't really sound like a lot to me. Per day, like three hundred and sixty, like every single day, you have to do like fourteen of them. No, it does that, but I mean, like the total grand numbers. He only did five thousand cameos. It's like, huh? Yeah, no, not be, yeah, not for a million dollars. I'd do it. Not bad. Probably make fifteen bucks off it, but yeah, I'd do it. I wonder if he made more on the office or cameo. I don't know, but I guess his are like elaborate, and he like. He does. He does them really well. Like, but we should do that, dude, for our first episode on the new year to get a cameo. Nah, who would you get? Well, who would you get? We we, we got to see, dude. Who who would be your go to cameo? Huh. I'd really have to think about this. I'd really have to think about this. Uh, I don't know. Like, who would be yours? Do you have one? Like straight off the dome. Todd Glass. Yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> that would be good. Todd or Rory? Rory I would say Nick Swartzen. Um, R.I.P. Brody. If Brody was here, that would be like. Oh, that would one. be. I think for us, Odd that would be deck, the best dude. one. Yeah, Odd if we deck, could. Deck, dude. <laughs> yeah. Six two six till I die. <laughs> Positive energy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Who. If there was like a Steve Martin one, I mean, that would be. Oh, that'd be badass. That's a no-brainer, yeah. but that's like because I heard Wesley Snipes charges like a uh, a couple G's. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> And I heard somebody paid for one or some shit like that, and he's like, it's like a like he's really far from the video, you know, like somebody's recording it. Oh yeah, and he's like at the Planet Planet Hollywood restaurant or something. Like there's a big they like somebody wrote an article <laughs> about it about cameos <laughs> and how like how he made money and shit. Um, Paul Rubens, but then it's like uh, oh, it's kind of yeah. 
sketchy. <laughs> he might be in a restroom somewhere drinking off or what? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I would. I would like. I wouldn't think of somebody like crazy. I'd try to pick of somebody like. Nah, I don't want to say. I like. I feel like that's like so disrespectful. Like a middling star or something like that. What you about know what, I mean? what about like, like Paul Rudd? Oh, that would be good. But that would be that's Ant Man, dude. He's Snap making Disney. He's in the upper, He's he's at the bottom of the upper tier. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's like up there with John Hammy. You know what I mean? Yeah, John Hamm's cool, man. I don't know who I would pick, dude. We'd have to pick somebody low. You know, Bo Burnham. Oh, that'd be good. These are all just like comedians I'm naming. Yeah, Chris Kattan. <laughs> you guys want some cookies? <laughs> <laughs> fucking mango? Hell yeah, dude. Let's fucking get mango on the pod. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's fucking... That's crazy to make a million dollars on cameos. That's wild, but hey, fuck wild. it. You know yeah. what I mean? You're in quarantine. Why not? I, I I bet you he's probably got like an office set up in his house where he just sits down and, and like pretends to be Kevin. You know what I mean? And just, just like knocks him like out. Green screens. Yeah. Like, yeah, maybe. All right. Well, maybe. so so since this is our, like the, our end of the year podcast, like- I can't hear you. What happened? You just cut out right now. I can't hear you. Oh, I said since this is like the, this is like the end of the year podcast, Yeah. we got some technical difficulties. Yeah. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. Go ahead. I can. My Wi-Fi is fucking up right now. I don't know why. Oh, so as I was saying, uh, since this <laughs> is like our end of the year podcast, like what has like starting a podcast been for you? Like, is it how was like the experience, you know, since we did it this year? Um, I will say that I look forward to it every week now. Um, Now that we have like it in a rhythm, you know what I mean? Yeah. In the beginning, it used to be a little bit like, fuck, it's like a stress like to like figure out what I'm going to talk about and like come up with a story. And um, that's probably why the podcast in the beginning were a lot better than the ones that are right now. Because <laughs> uh, now you're just like <laughs> shooting from a hip. Like, yeah. Like 10 minutes but before yeah. the episode, you're like, oh, yeah, we got a podcast. Let me write some stuff down. <laughs> well, it's always easy for me to talk about music or movies. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's just like always coming up with like these, the, the context, how, like how we set up the, punk, the podcast and how we try to make this podcast about a specific time at yeah. the movie theaters. It was kind of hard. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, I mean, I am very happy that we finally put this out. Like, like we said, this is probably our fourth iteration of a fucking podcast. Like we've been trying to do this for a really long time. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just happy we did it and we put it out. Um, yeah, but it's something I look forward to every week now. Um, to know that people listen to it is wild to me still, even if it's only like a handful of people that listen to it, it's still fucking wild to me. Like, yeah, it still crazy. blows up my mind that like people will take the time out of their day to listen to this fucking podcast of like two idiots, uh, talk about nothing. Um, but yeah, it's wild to me. It blows my fucking mind that <laughs> people think that we, that anything we say has any weight, you know what I mean? Or yeah, like, exactly. You know, we get, uh, people say like, Oh, I, li- I watched that movie you were talking about and it's like, what the fuck? Like, Huh. All right. <laughs> I don't know. It's cool. Yeah, w- w- yeah me too. I-, I look forward to it every week too. It's like it's cool, man. Like it's you know, like not I mean, we usually we would go and film stuff and then we would like film bands and like make videos and stuff for them and stuff, but like this is like I feel the perfect thing to do for us right now, you know, because we're so like can't go anywhere, you know. This is like a good creative outlet for us. Yeah. I mean, since the world is fucking on hold right now. It kind of sucks that we can't like, you know, it's frustrating to not be able to go watch bands or go to the movies because that was such like a cathartic release for me. And yeah, I think that's what this is doing. It's like a it's supplementing that. Um, Yeah. Like I said, this was like when we uh, I mean, when we first when we first started this podcast, when we first started before, like all this, the iterations, it was always like this is to hold us accountable. You know what I mean? To be creative. Yeah, um, because we felt like we weren't being creative, and that was always like the first iteration of this podcast, which was just basically us talking. And yeah, it's like now I don't know if I I hold that much weight. Like, oh, this is to hold me accountable. No, it's just like I just know that I enjoy doing this, and it makes my brain work sometimes. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's fun. I enjoy doing this. I'm like grateful, like I said, that people listen to this. Like I can't stress that enough. <laughs> yeah, that that gets me excited, dude, for the the next year coming up, man. Like, I mean, I'm ho- I hopefully like the podcast grows. You know, and we get more people listening and stuff. And like, what's it like? What would be like to the point? Like, what's a goal for you where we just like, okay, this is like a good 
we establish ourselves like what's your like that something you're looking forward to you know like that has to do with this podcast uh, the next step would uh, honestly be getting guests on the podcast. Like I would really try, like to try to get guests on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, to see if people can get on. Like that to me is a realistic goal that we can set, and also something that I would like to try to do more. Um. Yeah, that would just be fun. Like, uh, people that don't know anything about us, people that do know anything about us, like actual people that we look up to. You know what I mean? That would be awesome. That uh-huh. would be my goal: is to get people on this podcast. Yeah, that'd be really cool. I think it'd be really cool too to like get to the point where we could do like an event somewhere. You know what I mean? Like kind of like a live podcast, even even if it's like a hundred people, like just like a small little like room, and and do like a live version of our podcast, like <laughs> every like few months or something. You know, that'd be really cool. That would be red. We should that'd be cool, do, man. Like, We'd make like, gift bags. We should do, like, to give everyone. Trip. We should do like field trips to like uh, one repertory when theaters open back up, like. Be like, hey, we're gonna buy like twenty tickets to the new Bev, and uh, everybody should come. <laughs> That'd be cool, man. Or you like how AMC is renting out their movie theaters right now for like one hundred and fifty bucks? We'll just rent out. The... You think that's gonna be normal when we no, come back? You think no, they're no. still gonna offer that or no? No, not at all. <laughs> I I actually think they're like they're they're gonna stop doing it soon. You heard that? No, I think so. Cause like be- before like they advertise it a lot and now there's like no advertisement like if you go to the amc website you have to like go through different menus just to even find it you know really yeah and like i remember like when we first wanted to do it like we were gonna do it for your birthday and we were actually gonna go see tenant and then like the first wave sold out and then i remember like okay i'll keep an eye out for it you know what i mean and then they were just like oh yeah we're gonna assess it and then come back and, and open up more theaters and they never did you know, but now they they did, but like I don't know. I just think they kind of like. Something I wonder if they. I wonder if they saw that they were like spreading it. Oh, I don't know. Like it didn't matter, but they were like, "Oh, we're running out," but we're still like getting complaints that <laughs> they people are complaining that we got it from your theater, and you're like, "Cause hey, nobody's buying the theater. Nobody's buying the fucking spacesuit, dude, to prevent it." <laughs> Four hundred bucks, and we're all good. Can't you just get like a hazmat suit? Yeah, but I, I don't know how good you could see out of it. Like, if you're watching a movie, because it's, like, like like plastic, you know? But if you have, like, a hard... Don't worry. I got a guy. You got a guy? All right. I got a guy. I'll buy one. <laughs> Let's just say I got a guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everybody's fucking uh, stealing PlayStations off trucks. I got a guy. All right, cool. <laughs> cool, dude. What else you got? Shoot it. Shoot it. So, I, I read this... I saw this article, right? And they were talking about, like, the... how. Like, they're rolling out with the coronavirus, like, this week, you know, like, every now now they're trying to decide who's going to get it, you know? So, yeah. like, right now, it's just kind of like, we don't have enough for everybody yet, but, like, there's going to be a point where, like, if you want one, you could go get one, you know? Yeah. Anybody could go get one. So, I was reading an article, and they said, like, when the polio vaccine came out, like, like it came out, and, like... Nobody got it. Nobody got it. Like, nobody wanted yeah. to go get it, you know? That's going to happen now. So, then what happened was, like... People were still dying of polio and all this stuff. And, like, they were seeing, like, the young adults and the teenagers were not getting vaccinated. And they were just refusing to do it. So yeah. the government went and they asked Elvis to, if he could go get the vaccine on live go TV. Get it. And he did. He, he got the vaccine on TV. And then after that, like, everybody started getting the vaccine. And then, like, yeah. and then polio, you know, like, the pandemic of polio pretty much died off. Yeah. Polio still exists, you know what I mean? But there's no pandemic anymore, you know? It's, like, very rare Correct. for people to get it. Correct. And um, so... Smallpox, the same thing. Yeah, so the article is pretty much saying, like, who's going like, to be our celebrity to sell this vaccine, you know, to get people to, like, take it? Well, they got the big one right now, right? The biggest one is uh, Obama Namadaka is uh, supposed to be doing it. Um, yeah, it's him and like Bush, like all the, like the past presidents, right? They're gonna do it on Jimmy Fallon or something like that. They're some do- bullshit like that. But yeah, that's what they said. But yeah, that's like the big thing. You know, there's like so much like, uh, yeah, there's just so much like mad false information out there. We live in the internet. We live in the internet age, dude. It's a very scary thing. I listened to that. I listened to that podcast where I was I, I sent to you guys uh, called Rabbit Hole, and uh, yeah, yeah, that just talks about it, and it gets into like. Uh, how like people get radicalized, you know what I mean? And like how QAnon is a thing and like why people go to QAnon and how like TikTok is basically the next version of shit like that. Like there's like a yeah. dark hole of TikTok, you know what I mean? And uh 
yeah, it's just crazy that the, these algorithms, they didn't think. These algorithms they made for people to get more views and they didn't realize what they were doing. Yeah, it's crazy. It's wild. And, like, you can see how the pattern works. Like, they in that podcast, they talked to a guy who uh, was, like, just a normal guy, got into gaming, and then he turned, like, super alt-right. And, uh, and then he went the other way. He went super alt-left, you know what I mean? And it just shows you how, like, it's a pattern. There's a pattern. And, like, there's a pattern with those fucking videos. And, like, it's all, like, a goosebump story. It's all which way you go down that pattern. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's crazy, like, how much influence the internet has on people, dude. It's fucking wild to me. And, like, I catch myself being like, oh, well, they're just not strong-minded. And I catch myself being like, oh, is that, like, that's, that's like, such a uneasy way of, like, thinking. That's, like, such a, like, I don't know, it, like, scares me that I think like that. Because it's kind of you know accurate, I mean? dude. It's what? It's kind of accurate because, like, I always see, like. It this- is. It is. It is very accurate, yeah. like, when I say that sentiment. But it scares me because if I feel like I'm being, like, those bro guys, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, because like I strong minded. Like I see a lot of people where they'll post like an image, and they'll say like, "Oh, this was like a good like this is my Christmas party this year, or whatever." You know what I mean? And everybody just fucking goes crazy about like how like, "Oh, fuck you! This is why you're, you're this is why the pandemic doesn't end." <laughs> and they're like, "Oh yeah, this was actually from last year." It's just it's just kind of like everybody just has like a, it's like, just wants to jump on people. Everybody wants to feel yeah. like like righteous and like. Like by them like saying stuff and like getting involved in things like that online, it's like they're doing good for them. You know what I mean? So like everybody jumps on people now. If anybody does anything, like it's just like the thing to do, which is like yeah, kind of like my biggest takeaway from it, all that it, thing is like, this is all, this is all, this is all. I don't know how to just say how to say it. Uh, I'm trying to choose my words here carefully. It's like. You're participating in this. Like whenever anything happens on the internet, you're participating in it. It's a two-way street. You don't have to be on the internet. I mean, you can yeah. turn it off. It's an option to be on the internet. So like, I don't know, like to me, uh, I get I get frustrated sometimes because it's like you can just log off, man. It's yeah, not exactly. that hard. You know what I mean? There is real-world shit going on. Don't get me wrong, but you just log off. It's that simple. And the you know crazy I mean? thing, dude, is like the stuff you see on the internet is still only a fraction of what what's really going on out there because like the majority of people don't comment on like articles or don't comment on YouTube videos. You know what I mean? Like those are the people that are like, just like, I guess they call them like the, the loud minority or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people just see stuff and scroll like, okay, whatever they just scroll. They don't even have time to like sit there and like write art, like write comments and stuff. That's just like a small percentage of people. Which is crazy yeah. how people get so worked up over that that small, that you know what I mean, like that small amount of people that are actually just writing shit, kind of like baiting people and like trolling, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's just so everybody's getting so worked up over like these trolls and like it's like it's like troll season right now with this COVID thing. Like it's just they're going wild, you know? They're just getting everybody all pissed off, pissed off and worked up. Yeah, it's so weird to me. There's like a there's a disconnect for people. It's like you know you can just turn everything off. You don't have to be online. You will survive if you just turn off your phone. Yeah. But then also, yeah. like, if you think about it, it's like, how else are you going to connect with the world now that you have to stay inside? You know, like, it's crazy. Like, it's like, it's like a. And so that's what I, that's where I come to the point where I'm like, well, you're just not strong minded. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I hate saying that. Like, that's so frustrating. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Because it's not that simple. You know, people are, people are struggling. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And, uh. It's just like, you know, it's you're part of your you're a part of your surroundings. You're it's your situation. You know, what situation are you in? I'm like blessed to be in the situation I'm in. I can't complain, you know, at all. And, you know, some people it's fucking sucks. And like <laughs> and uh, the Internet is all they have. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, it's frustrating. You know, people are looking for answers and it's wild out there. The Internet is a crazy fucking place. When you really get down to the brass tacks of it, it's like wild. <laughs> <laughs> this thing that the army made in the 60s that was supposed to be for them for communication is like warped into like this very this is like now i question as like fuck is this even good like should we even have the internet at this point <laughs> oh man there's so many benefits but at the same time there's so many fucking you know with anything there's benefits and there's yeah like it's, it's hard to like remember dude like when i mean we grew up without it like as yeah. kids, you know what I mean? We grew up yeah. without it and then like we got it and then we pretty much learned to use it and live with it. Like a lot yeah. of the kids now are just, that's just their everyday life. They were born with the internet. 
It's just crazy, yeah. dude. Like how we like. I mean, I'm pretty sure the internet's gonna be this in history. The internet's gonna be like at least the start of the internet is gonna be the main evolution pinpoint. You know what I mean? Like of technology and like AI and all that stuff. And like we yeah. were there. We were like just born as all this shit started coming up. So it's crazy to to think like how it's gonna be like hundred years from now. You know how the yeah, internet's like gonna AOL, evolve. Like AOL discs will be in the fuck like in the fucking Smithsonian. That'd be crazy. I know, dude. I remember like being like at the markets and they just would always try to hand you like AOL. <laughs> <laughs> here's here's twelve hours of AOL. You know, like <laughs> that's so funny. That's so true. Yeah, that's so crazy, huh? Like we had to wait and be like uh we only had one phone line so it's like uh don't get on the phone you're gonna kick me off the internet like, yeah that's so wild. That's wild. Or it would take a half hour to download one song you know what i mean like if you're like on kazaa or like napster or something Fucking i remember like a directions half hour. directions are like print out directions on MapQuest. yeah because uh, you don't know how to get from here to here you know what i mean or like me forever i just what was it like maybe two years ago i barely got rid of my thomas guide <laughs> <laughs> hey yo, I used to have a fucking Thomas guy. I used to roll. I used to roll deep with that motherfucking Thomas guy. But yeah, it's just wow, bro. Like that podcast, like blew my mind. Like, uh, it's like my thing is don't like if you listen to the podcast, don't. Uh, it's a perspective with anything. It's a perspective. You know, it's not an abs. It's not an absolute. It's a perspective. So like, you know, it's painting a picture to show you how things can or how they escalate. Um, that doesn't mean everybody's like that on the internet, but there's a lot of people out there that are like mm-hmm. that. So it just shows you how you can get influenced and like how these algorithms, uh, really can fuck up your life. You know what I mean? It's crazy. It's crazy. They it's crazy. How like, it's like now to the point where it, it's like an actual disorder and people are going to yeah. di- start diagnosing you with this stuff. You know what I mean? There's going to be like, all right, handing out medications. You know what I mean? Like we have to yeah. try to deal with this shit, you know, you know, like it's crazy. Well, it's like, you know, you get blue lenses. That's like, a, you know, people buy blue lenses because they spend so much time. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's wild. I get it, though. <laughs> Sometimes you have a job where, like, that's your job being online, you know? like Yeah. 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 So, yeah like, yeah. I could see that's something you have to get to help yourself out. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, man. It's a crazy world we live in. And I feel like this uh, pandemic is just exacer- exacerbating all that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's a crazy fucking time we live right we live in right now, brother. And yeah, on well, that note, that's a good way to end the <laughs> end of the year podcast. Uh, on that note, as the end of the world happens and as uh, we are uh, coming to an end, uh, I just want to thank you guys for listening again. Um, we appreciate it. We truly, truly appreciate anybody listening to you, listen to this podcast. If you've gotten this far on the podcast, I appreciate you even more because I don't even know. Uh, how you survived this pod, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, we appreciate you guys. Uh next week we uh I think next week is the one we're recording live. No, next week is the for the start of our new format. Then what about the re- the live one? That's last week. <laughs> no, the live one. Yeah, the, the Christmas episode. That's so they're going to hear that last week cuz this one's air- this one's airing on New Year's Eve. Oh, got you. Yeah, we're doing some Back to the Future shit here. Oh, I got you. All right, fuck okay. it. We'll, we'll figure it out. Fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, like and subscribe to all this shit. Um, like, because we're on YouTube, you know what I mean? <laughs> Ooh, I know. We're not even on YouTube. And you say that every fucking episode. I just say it all the time. It's you know, so we're not funny, on YouTube. I just say it because I hear it all the fucking time. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, uh, leave us a comment. It helps. Uh, I don't think we even have a comment. No, we we don't. No, we got to set something up, dude. Look, this new year, we're going to like kind of like get more into it and, uh, you know, get more professional about this. Uh, But yeah, guys, uh, see you when you see uh, us. Yeah. See you at another time. Stay safe. I mean, hopefully you guys are celebrating responsibly. Don't be drinking and driving. And uh, yeah, thanks for being with us on this podcast. It's pretty cool. All right. Later, guys. Bow.